Hey guys, my name is Kylie Nicole and I'm a medium in Perth in WA. I am also the founder of the Empowered Path program and that is a program that I've developed to help other holistic and heart-centered women get their own businesses up and running so that they can take their place and stop hiding behind a corporate uh, space or another work career path that doesn't honor them. It's been a bit of a journey so far. Um, So thank you for joining me again and welcome to all of our new listeners. It's lovely to have you here. I'm trying to marry up the two existences of being a holistic and spiritual woman and also being a businesswoman, which are the two pathways that I've had in my life, my whole life. And I am just sharing that journey with you and I'm hoping to inspire and empower the women who are listening or the people who are listening. It's not just women. My obviously experience is is women, (laughs) but there are obviously men out there as well who are having a similar experience. And um, my intention is to empower you and to inspire you to create something different and to give yourself permission to create something different for yourself. The last couple of podcasts have been talking about the pillars that we have around us as we as we kind of traverse that gap, that being being the way that we were expected to be versus the way our, where our soul path would like us to follow and how that looks and the things that are important. And I've, I've been a medium my whole life. I was saying before, I, my first conversation with spirit that I can cognitively remember was when I was about five years old. Um, but I've only been working as a medium on and off since I was 22 and then full time for the last year after my son was born. So I was working a day job and doing my mediumship clients, like seeing my clients alongside my day job. And then I got made redundant. My son was born. No, my son was born first. Then I got made redundant. Then the house that we were renting got sold and we couldn't stay there. And we ended up homeless and staying with friends for three months. Uh, before buying our own house and I went full-time in my business and it was was COVID as well I forgot about COVID how could I forget about COVID Um, but I went full-time in my business despite all of those things and have created a six-figure business within the year because I am also a businesswoman I am very practical I'm very um, hands-on I'm not a woo-woo away with the fairies kind of medium (laughs) and you know we all work differently and that's beautiful but I'm i I've got a very strong logical mind and I like to harness that. I like to use that because I think that's powerful as well. So this week I was talking, I wanted to talk about roadmapping your business and how that kind of looks because a lot of people have an idea, but they don't know where to start. And there are so many things that are like, you can use them as tools to provide the structure that you need so that you know you're ticking every box. And especially if you're somebody who likes structure, if you like to have a list to tick off, Um, You can definitely do that. And we talk about that a lot in the Empowered Path program as well, because it's not just the mindset and the um, spiritual and energetic conversations that happen into the creation of your own business and taking your place. It's also the practicalities. It's about the insurances and the ABNs and the being registered and and all of the things. You know, I want the idea with the Empowered Path program is to take women um, from point A to getting their business up and running in six weeks and it's that journey. And a lot of that is practical. A lot of that is hands-on. So this week's podcast is definitely about the more hands-on aspect of roadmapping your business. So I kind of think about it as the same as building a house, right? You want to have solid foundations. So you want to make sure that the things that you are introducing into your business right from the beginning are strong foundations to build on. Build on. They're going to be, you know, there is obviously the energetic aspect. There is your own values and the things that are important to you. And there's your own ethics. Those things all have to be built into your business right from the beginning, because if you're not in alignment with those, it will never work. But you also want to be dealing with things like 
where you're where you're where you're building your house, right? So where are you building your house? Like, what does that look like? What area have you chosen to be in? So being very super clear on the area that you want to be in, and also in your business, like, what is your niche? Who are you talking to? Who are you here to serve? Very specifically, who are you here to serve? You're going to know where you want to live. It might not be an area per se. Maybe it's more about what's around you. Maybe you need to live close to the ocean. Maybe you need to live on a hill. I don't know. Whatever whatever is your need, that will also translate into your business. So where do you want to be? You know, who do you want to be talking to? Who do you want your neighbors to be? <laughs> All of that sort of comes into this very beginning aspect. And then you kind of gonna want to go, okay, so if I was building a house, do I want a double story house? And if I do, what does that mean to me? And with my business, what is that like? Am I okay with being visible? So is my business like if you're going to say you're a double story house and then you translate that into your business, are you okay with being visible? Are you okay with standing out in the crowd? Are you okay with being a little bit different, a little bit quirky? Um, or would you prefer something more modest? Do you just want to uh, turn up and serve a handful of people every day and kind of stay in that smaller space? Both are absolutely fine. It doesn't matter which one is right for you, but it has to be right for you. And then obviously with your security in your house, you're going to have alarms and cameras probably and your security in your business is going to look like maybe it's your insurances, maybe it's being registered with the appropriate governing bodies, however that looks. So you see there's this symbiotic kind of relationship between building a house and creating your business and all of them are important. I think when you're starting a business, apart from the practicalities, apart from your insurances and your registrations and your ABNs and your bank accounts and your um, all of the things, those the, those practical hands-on things, apart from all of that, it's super important to know where you want to be and who you want to be talking to. You also want to have a good idea on structure. And by structure, I mean, what hours do you want to work? What days do you want to work even? And how is that going to look for you? Because if you're killing yourself for somebody else in a corporate job or in a different career path and you're kind of giving everything you are and not getting too much in return, you're going to feel tired and resentful and burnt out and stressed out. The last thing you want to replicate is that same feeling in your own business. Like at least you'd be dying for you, (laughs) granted, but it's still not what you want. You're doing this so that you are affording yourself some freedom, some time, some space, some abundance, some financial space, some financial freedom, and obviously also some financial abundance. Like you're doing it for all of the right reasons. You don't just want to be working for you and still killing yourself and still having nothing left to give and still feeling resentful and burned out and tired and stressed because that's not what it's about. That's not freedom. That's not abundance. That's not any of those good, high-hitting, high-vibrational aspects. Those are all pain and suffering, which is not what we're aiming for here. So be very clear on what days... Look, and I caveat with this as well, you have to be practical and you have to be logical. And it also depends on what you're doing. But you know, you can't just be like, oh, I want to make a thousand, like, I, I want to make all of this money, whatever you're, I want to make a thousand dollars a day, but I only want to work two hours a day. If that fits within the scope of your industry, fantastic. If it doesn't, you might have to work a little bit more than that. <laughs> so what I would say is start with, um, start with money. Money's a good way to start. Start, start with what you know you need to make every week to cover all of your bills, to have a little bit, well, to have a little bit there in case of emergencies and to have extra and, you know, money for you as well. So start with a figure and then put 10% on top of that figure because I want this to feel uncomfortable. I want this to feel a little bit audacious. Reverse engineer that goal. 
and work out how many clients or how many, like how many clients you would have to see or how many of your top selling product you would have to sell for you to achieve that. And then go from there and go, okay, so if I have to, if I have to see 20 clients in a week to get this amount, and then I get to decide how those 20 clients are going to kind of fit into my week, you can have, you know, depending on how long it takes you to provide that service or product, you can put that into three or four days, or you can do it over six days, whatever works for you. In my business, I I didn't reverse engineer the money aspect. I just opened up. I knew that I was happy to work mornings, but that I wanted afternoons to myself. And because when I started doing all of this, I was doing a day job anyway. So I, I couldn't really structure it that way, but I knew that's what I was aiming for. So when I went full time in my business, I just, I just went with it. I just, I just kind of went with the whole, well, I'm going to do mornings and then I'm going to have afternoons to myself. And if I have to if I have to start filling afternoon spaces, I will. But I'm going to do mornings Monday to Saturday because I think that, you know, people who work in a day job don't not deserve to have this connection with their loved ones and spirits. So I'm going to make myself available for a Saturday. But if I have every afternoon off, it's not going to matter if I'm working on a Saturday. It's not like I'm not getting my downtime. And that was my thinking behind it. And I've played around with that a little bit. And that's the joy of it. You can, you can play with it and you can change it anytime you want. Nobody gets to say what days you work and what hours you work. That's all on you. And I, I find that I, I am most connected and most um, energized in the early hours of the morning. Like if my day starts at four o'clock and that's been like a, my whole life thing, I grew up on a ranch and we all woke up early. So... I still find that my most productive hours, and even when I was corporate, my most productive hours were between 4 a.m. and 8 a.m. in the morning. Obviously, I can't see my face-to-face clients in those times because that's a bit weird. But what I do do in those times are my international readings and my absent readings. So I structure my morning where in the quiet time when my son, I've got a two-year-old and you know what babies are like, what toddlers are like. So he's asleep. He doesn't need me in that period of time. Husband's asleep. Staffy's asleep. The rest of the world is asleep. So I get time to myself and that's really productive time. And I love that. I'm also in bed by eight o'clock every night and I'm not sorry. (laughs) So (laughs) that's just how I structure. Like time is not, I'm not, my time is not governed by anyone else's expectations on what it should be governed by. And, you know, all of the people in my life know how I work. They know when I'm available. They know what my hours are. Uh, and that's not just my work hours. I know when I'm working, but this is like my personal life. They know that if they phone me at four, I'll answer the phone. If they phone me at 8.30, they can forget it. I'm fast asleep. I'm in another world. <laughs> so, <laughs> time is, I don't, I don't take the status quo structure for timing and what is and isn't. Even like meal times, I'll eat whenever. I'm not that fussed on like breakfast, lunch and dinner. If I'm not hungry, I won't bother. And if I'm hungry, I'll eat. So I don't have that structure that time provides as a hard and fast rule in my life. And that's because it works better for me not having that structure. If you're more structured, you're going to need that. So work to your strengths, obviously. Like that is the key. Uh, You're doing all this to create something incredible for yourself. So work with what works for you. Otherwise you'll, you know, excuse the phrase, but you're pushing shit uphill right from the beginning and that's not going to work. So I also know within my personality, I have periods of time where I am super creative. I am in the creative. I want to get things done. uh, I've got ideas. I've got content. I've got... Um, different courses, different workshops, different ways of reading, different kind of things I want to try, all within my business. And even even with um, the Empowered Path program, when I'm running that course and how that's structured and how I want to turn up for people, I have really, really in the moment, very creative periods of time. And then I have moments where I'm very detached from everything and I, I just need to take a step back and I'm kind of like uninspired. 
And I know that about myself. So I know that when I'm in the creative, I'm going to batch create content. I'm going to write down ideas. I've got an, I've got like a notepad on my phone and I write down all of my ideas every day as I'm on the go. Um, I make notes of little memorable bits that I learn during readings. Because for me, um, readings, after I see a client, spirit will kind of wipe my memory. I won't have any recollection of what's happened in that reading, who we've connected with, um, even of my clients themselves. If I try and think back to somebody's face, I just won't be able to, it's, it's really, really strange, <laughs> but it's not mine to hold on to. However, if there's something that I feel like I want to remember from a reading, I'll write that down in my, um, in my journal or on my phone in between clients. So even with that stuff, like I'm super, when I'm in the creative, I'm super in the creative. I'm, I'm very present. I'm very on the ball. I'm full of ideas. I'm full of entrepreneurial ideas. I'm full of business ideas. I kind of share that with my friends, my business friends as well. I love having people around me who work in the same way, whose mindset is also entrepreneurial, who are also excited about creating their own destiny and all of this, you know, all of the stuff. So I'm in that space and I'm really go, 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 really full on, very hyper-focused and obsessive with ideas when I'm in that period. And then when I'll wake up one day and I'll just be so uninspired, I'll be like, wow, this sucks. Like, I'm not interested in any of this today. And I'm just very flat. The only thing I'm still excited about, and I am excited about every single day, is seeing my clients because that is incredible. And doing this work is such a privilege and it is so, so special to me. So I'm always excited about that. But anything else, I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I don't, I'm not interested. I'm not feeling this. I'm not excited by this. I'm not motivated by it. I'm actually very flat and uninspired. So on those days, I'm going to go, yeah, okay, cool, no dramas. And I'm going to take a step away from that and I'm going to do other stuff. I'm going to walk the dog. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to have a workout. I'm going to listen to music. Um... I'm going to do whatever feels good because I can, essentially. And I know that when the next creative burst comes along, I'm going to be in it. <laughs> you know. And it's also really cool with software these days. We don't have to work that hard. We can work smart and you can schedule software. You can schedule posts. You can schedule content. You can schedule phone calls. Like all of my appointments and everything else, that's all done automatically. I don't get involved in that. I look at my calendar um, the week of and I kind of close any gaps and and do anything I need to do then but I don't have any like all of that it's all automated I don't have to look at it I'm a big fan of software work smarter not harder so you know and again with being able to schedule content and do stuff automatically you don't need to be available when you're not inspired when you don't want to be available you don't need to be available and just because you are available doesn't I mean just because you're accessible doesn't mean you're available so your content and your online presence and all of that stuff that makes you accessible but it doesn't necessarily make you available and me turning up for my readings, I'm definitely accessible, but I'm not available past those points. So it's really good to have strong boundaries and structure and to know what works for you so that you can harness your your strengths with this stuff. So that can be the hours that you work, the days that you work. So for me, like I said before, I'm a Monday to Saturday mornings only. And then in the afternoons and on like Sundays, sometimes I'll do workshops or um yeah, sometimes I'll do workshops or I'll do classes or I'll do teaching or I'll do mediumship development. I'll do other things if I want to. And if I don't want to, I'm going to go and play with my son and my staffy. I'm going to go for a walk. I'll hang out with my husband. I'll go to a concert. I'll go and get a massage. I'll go and I'll travel, you know, like maybe not so much in the afternoons, but <laughs> I have definitely been known to block off weeks in my calendar just because I have felt the urge to get out of Perth. I've just wanted to travel. I wanted to get away and I've done that. And that's the joy of doing this work. Like, when you're self-employed, when you're in control of your own schedule and your own clients and your own money, all of that stuff empowers you to do what you want to do. And as long as you're doing it right, I'm not going to take the piss. I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't feel like working at all this week, so I'm going to block up my entire calendar and hope for the best because that's just not 
It's not a thing. Um, that's not going to work. But actually, if you're doing the work that you're meant to be doing, you're never going to feel resentful for working. Like I said before, the one thing that I'm always excited to do is see my clients. I could do that all day, every day. I'm energized from that experience. I don't ever feel flat or drained or tired or I never not want to be there. So, you know, every now and again before somebody arrives, I might be like, oof. But the minute I meet them and I'm there and I'm in that energy, it's completely different. and I'm happy to be there always, every single time without fail. So, yeah, it's about creating a life that you don't need to take a break from. And I use that a lot with my teaching as well, because, and again, this analogy, well, it's not really an analogy, it's a story, but I used to be hanging out for Fridays. I would be like counting down the days, like every single night, I'd be like, okay, three more sleeps, two more sleeps. And then when Friday finally came around, when I finally had the weekend to myself, I would just die. I had no energy to do anything. I had no motivation to do anything. So that weekend would be completely wasted in most instances. It would just pass away. And I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even notice it. And then I'd be back in that whole Monday drill. <laughs> so not fun. Um, not a way I want to live and certainly not a way I would, I would want anyone else to live. And doing it this way means that I, weekends don't mean anything to me. Public holidays don't mean anything to me. Like, it's amazing. I, I'm just, I'm in such a good place with how my business is structured. And you can do that too. You don't need to, you know, as long as you're, as long as you're practical with it and you know that you're, you've reverse engineered any financial obligations, everything else can fall into place. And there's such freedom with that. It's incredible. So roadmapping your business, you know, like I said before, it is, it is the practicalities. It's the insurances, everything else. It's deciding what hours you want to work. It's communicating that clearly to the people around you. Um, it's also, you want to know who you're reaching and why you're doing what you're doing because part of that, that can get lost in the white noise. Every now and again, you find yourself going down the rabbit hole because someone's asked you to do something and you know that you can. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, that's a real thing, you know, and that replicates in every area of our life. We're all capable of doing multiple different things. But if it's not your thing, if it's not your zone of genius, if it's not what makes you feel good, don't feel like you need to say yes to that. When I talk to, I do business mentorship, like private business mentorship for people as well. And I, when I was talking to um, one of my longer term clients recently, he was in a bit of a funk over a project that he's in at the minute. And I said to him, so he's, he's self-employed, he works under his own name, but he contracts out to businesses. And I said to him, is there any money in the world that would get you to do this again? And he said, no. And I was like, right, well, that's your answer. Sometimes we commit to stuff and we have to see it through because we've committed to it, but it also shows us what we don't want to be doing. And having the structure in your business to allow you to make those choices is incredibly powerful. So, yeah, that's why structure is important. That's why you you want to know what you're aiming for. You want to know um, where you're going with it. And again, I use the analogy of building a house because every stage of building a house, you can translate that into your business. And it just gives you a checklist. So it's something we go through in depth uh, in more depth in the Empowered Path program. But it is something that I wanted to share with you today, because if you had to think about, you know, whether you are already running your own business or whether you've been thinking about getting your own business up and running, you want to know, um, firstly, where you want to be, who you want to be talking to. You want to be super clear on that, because if you build in the wrong place, it's completely pointless. It's like being a very badly placed shop. If you've got a if you've got a shop where you're relying on on footfall um, to make your your living but you're tucked away in a basement of a house that's three miles away from the nearest city, you're probably not going to be successful with that, right? So your placement is everything, where you're at, your visibility, what you allow for yourself, what you want for yourself, all of that stuff is huge. And when you start with that perspective, when you build on that and then you, you install 
strong foundations around your own ethics, your values, what's important to you, um, your strong points, the things that you're good at, those should be your foundations. Those should be what you're building on. And when you build from there, you have strong foundations that are effortless and easy. There's flow. You're never going to worry about something knocking you off because you've got you've got your feet firmly on the ground. You know exactly where you want to be and what you're doing. And a lot of stuff falls into place just with that knowledge. Then everything else is just the practicalities and and communicating those practicalities to the people who need to know about them. So it's a nice way of looking at it. It's a cool analogy to use. And I'd love for you to sit and think about how you would structure that, even if it's just daydreaming. Do you know what? Daydreaming is how half of the goals that I've already achieved started. I've got a journal and I daydream. I like write my daydreams down in that journal and I forget about them. It's also manifesting, I suppose. It's how manifesting is done too, but I've never really, I don't look at it that way. Uh, but I love daydreaming. I love thinking about what my perfect morning would look like or um, perfect house, even anything, anything that I feel like daydreaming about. I'll really get into it and I'll like get into it and find detail. And I love going on those little experiences and doing that with my business is huge. I'm always so excited about what I'm doing and what I'm bringing in and what I'm starting and what I'm stopping and what I'm doing more of and what I'm letting go of. And all of those things are equally as important. So have a little daydream and see how that kind of feels for you. Imagine your, your business or think about your business as it is now, depending on where you are on that journey. And think about what you would do differently or what you could do differently and where you would get your greatest return on your investment as well. Like where can you grow? You always, you grow where you go. So where do you want to go next? What do you want it to look like for you? And use the house analogy, like think about your, where you want to be, think about your foundations, think about how you want to build those walls, think about how big you want the windows to be, think about your security, do all of it and see how it maps across your business because it's a fantastic exercise and I really do recommend that, um, especially if you feel like you're lacking direction or feeling a little bit lost or um, you have an idea but no real direction to pursue it. Have, have a little play with this because it's a really cool exercise, it'll give you a lot of clarity. And as always, I'd love for you to share your journey with me. Follow me on on uh, Instagram or Facebook. It's Kylie Nicole Spirit Medium or the Empowered Path Program, which is what this podcast is based around. Either which way, I'd love to see you there. I'd love to hear your aha moments. You can also email me. It's kylie.nicole at kylienicolespiritmedium.com. Uh, so you're welcome to email me as well if you can remember that. But all of my information is um, below anyway. So Hit me up. Let me know where you're at with your journey. Let me know what you want to hear about or things that you want me to talk about. And as always, thank you so much for joining me. I've really enjoyed spending this time with you um, and I'm looking forward to next week. I hope you have a beautiful week. It is a stunning day out there today and um, put your best foot forward. Give yourself permission to dream a little bit and see how that looks for you. Chat to you next time. Take care. <laughs>